Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me as always is lovely and Hey everybody, how are you? Pat, how are you doing today? I'm all right. Are you are you full of chicken from last night's? Uh, I only had last one night's chicken wing. wing. Oh really? That's it? No, I had. T- I'm sorry. I had two chicken wings, a garlic knot, and a mozzarella uh, stick. stick. Yes. I don't know where he ordered from, but that was a good chicken. It was quite wing. good. It was quite yeah. good. I'll have to ask him. Yeah. Yeah, we had a socially distant uh, sitting outside uh, men's night last night. Yes, so it was we all very sat around nice. the circle, probably offending the neighbors. But uh, <laughs> no, from what he said, all of the neighbors actually go to his lawn to sit in the same chairs that we sat in. They're all approximately six foot apart, and right, right. get to sit and chat. So I don't think anybody had a problem with it because he says everybody does it anyway. Yeah, they were like, "Well, what you know? He's got a new friends. What's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it was. We had the one person that's, "Are those your work friends?" Uh, no, those are different that's right. friends. I Whoa! About that. <laughs> those are guys from work. Is that your crew from work? <laughs> Do you hear a Staten Island accent from anyone here other than Jim? Anybody? Nope, not no, at sir. all. <laughs> no, sir. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a fun. I actually felt like I went out and did something. It was good to actually see people again and oh, talk yeah. about just random nonsense. And then fun. when it became too dark, you, it was very much like uh, Zoom meetings. You couldn't <laughs> see anybody. It was all audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was still nice to be outside and doing anything at this point (laughs) oh and for those of you wondering like uh are we all old men yes because these clock struck 10 and we scattered like mice oh yeah (laughs) it was past our bedtime 10 o'clock we gotta go home fellas (laughs) (laughs) well like you said it was getting too dark to actually be able to see each other that's why we basically split it up i'm sure the fire pit will uh will adjust to that yes yes that will help I came home and was like, why are you home? And I'm like, it's 10 o'clock. Did we all turned into pumpkins and left. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, I came home and the whole house was asleep. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Nice. I, I actually stayed I up for another half an hour or so. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Just walk around the empty house, survey your domain. That's, exactly. that's nice. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into the, into the meat of the matter here. With Here Comes the Space Pirate, mm. uh, episode 10 of Ultraman Z. Uh, 821 of 2020. Uh, Kazuhiro Nakagawa is our director and Satoshi Suzuki is our writer. Um, what's our, do we have a uh, synopsis here? Yes, the space pilot, Arian, alien, Arian, uh, sorry guys, That's not good. alien Barossa sneaks into storage to retrieve King Joe. This space pirate is known for using various rob tools and weapons from space and is a powerful enemy. In addition, King Joe is about to move again. Can Haruki stop this pirate? See, that's a bit too wordy. A little wordy, That's a bit yeah. too wordy. Well, it's funny because this morning I was looking at old TV guides. Because um, uh-huh. somebody posted, like, this is what Saturday morning was like when I was growing up, right? So it was like, oh, um, like, let me look at the listings. And whatever local market they grew in had cartoons until 1 o'clock. Nice. Yeah. I remember when Soul Train came on, you're like, all right, I guess that's that. You know? Like, yeah. And I remember watching 
random Soul Trains once in a very rare while, but yeah, not often because okay. then it was. I was mad because it was the end of cartoons. Yeah, no, I know. It was basically your mother told you, "Get out of the house! You've been in here watching cartoons. It's beautiful." Yeah, exactly. Right. You're like, I've had six bowls of cereal. I'm ready to go. So, <laughs> I'm yeah. sugared up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yes, yeah, Soul Train was usually the uh, Soul Train or a cowboy movie was usually the, <laughs> the impetus to be like, all right, I'll go. I guess I gotta go outside now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then every kid walked around like, mm, looking around. Oh, is it? What are we doing? Are we doing anything? What's going on? And then usually something would start up, whether it was tag yeah. or a quick game of football in the street yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a little harder in Brooklyn when there was a lot of cars, but I'm sure it's <laughs> even worse now. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, you can't have a game of stickball now. That's crazy. Yeah. You only consider, when you consider, uh, like, you would play stickball in the street and, like, now you're like, that's going to break a window. <laughs> But so it never eight, quite just did. Like, yeah, when you're eight, you're like, we've never hit a car ever, you know. Like, exactly. <laughs> granted, they weren't they weren't just lined up along the side of the road back. Oh then. no, they were in Brooklyn. They were. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. We would play stickball anyway, and you'd rarely hit a window, and when you did, it amazingly didn't break because you're using the little blue spaldines that would just yeah yeah warp yeah. in and. You know, the window yeah, might yeah. move a little, but it wouldn't break. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, oh, good, it's a break. Okay, we're good, we're yeah. good. We're good, good, good. <laughs> Game on, game on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And there was always one kid at either end who could uh, who could um, spot for cars. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Luckily, our street was just a one-way street. So oh, nice. Knew everybody could look in the one direction. And that would be oh, where nice. all the cars would come from. Very good. Yeah. Well, anyway, this has nothing to do with what we were watching. No, uh, but we go on tangents. That's what we do. <laughs> that's right. So storage successfully salvages all of King Joe's parts. Using a hypnotized storage officer, uh, Barossa the alien breaks into storage's headquarters and successfully takes down two patrolling officers. Uh, Haruki and Yoko are alerted to track down the intruder who introduces himself as alien Barossa, and he plans to reclaim his spaceship, King Joe. Of course. Uh, Zet quickly realizes the dangerous potential of the intruder and briefly transforms to take him out, uh, but Barossa escapes using an invisibility cape. Um, Which I was a little confused at. Wouldn't he? Wouldn't Zet be able to see through the invisibility cape? But, all right, go ahead. No, it's an invisibility cape. Maybe it's not. You know, just because he had makes something that some people can't see doesn't mean it goes the other way. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't so know. I, I don't know either. I'm making assumptions. Hey, listen, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, 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 hundred percent. Um, so uh, he takes Yoko as his hostage, and he forces Yuka to reactivate King Joe. Uh, right. Meanwhile, Juggler springs into action and saves both of them, uh, giving the storage members some time to stop King Joe. Of course, yeah. And the the fight that Juggler had. With the Barossa, yeah, it was, it was great. actually a decent fight. I give him yeah. that. I mean, it was just normal size, so you didn't have to worry about the the force perspective. So it was actually rather good. Yeah, I'm liking some normal sized uh, fights. Some normal sized fight action right now. Yes. Yeah, yes. definitely. 
definitely. Um, but, uh, you know, we, uh, we opened, of course, with, uh, we forgot to mention that our, uh, the head of the mechanic division was like, Oh yeah, we're, we've got this down pretty good. And, you know, he was, the, it's kind of like spotlight. I wish we had a little bit more spotlight on the engineering division, in this <laughs> you know, just cause it would have been an interesting, like, like, Hey, these guys are dedicated to storage as well. It's nice though, that we see more than just our principles. Yes. Yes. You do get in to see some of the extras that are in the background. Yeah. Um, so Haruki and Yoko switch off the power, uh, Drugler leaves, uh, and, uh, he leaves Barossa to those two. The space right. pirate runs towards the hangar for his robot, shooting all non-combatant officers he encounters until Inaba shows him a metal box, which he claims will be the final key to activate King Joe. Barossa, of course, realizes too late that it is nothing more than his lunch. <laughs> <laughs> And was electrocuted after Haruki shocks it with the cable once it was sprayed with a drink. So right. yeah, I like I like that little bit of deception. And then when Haruki when Haruki I love at the end when he's like, "Oh my lunch," gone <laughs> 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 bad. When Barossa did get shot, I like the fact that he dropped extra medals because yes. now that's just going to be the way. There's just going to be medals everywhere. Every episode, it's looks yeah. like there's just going to be a new suit, power, whatever. Yeah, yeah. What, well, you know what it is? Is once it's like a video game where you knock the bad guy out, and he drops rings or something. Yes, exactly, <coughs> exactly. So, um, um, let's see here. The electrocuted Barossa runs away, uh, accidentally leaving behind medals, like you said, right. that he stole from an episode prior. Oh, so he must have stolen in his last episode. That and I don't remember that happening. I don't quite remember that happening, but it could have been just off camera while we weren't watching. No, I'm sure, sure they showed it. They had to have. They had to have. We just don't remember it. That's possible. Um, Knowing us, it's very possible. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, he uses an episode, He uses a device to uh, embiggen himself, and uh, the alien whips out all of his looted weapons at his disposal um, and now, starts sticking it, them in the ground. Is that some sort of Japanese trope that he puts all of his weapons into one specific mound? Because that's mm. what he did, and I. I was trying to I think it's that just like, like, here's all my gear that I'm going to whip you with. Okay. Okay. Could be. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, uh, seeing the then fall we get our medals, gamma Yoko future transformation. Two. Well, she, Yoko has to give him the medals first. Oh. Um, oh. yeah. So then, yeah. So he becomes gamma future and, uh, um, then uh, you know they, we have they have our fight, which is uh, okay. It's a fine fight. Does, does the job. Um, Not terrible. Yeah. And then uh, he performs his M seventy eight shining tornado slash once he gets the uh, the new medals because it makes like a sword. Yeah. Out, uh, out of some sort of an arm bracelet. A light sword, which is yes. kind of interesting. And did yeah. you notice what the three medals were? Did you write that part down? Of course, I didn't write that down. Um, it was Ultraman. It, sure. well, it was Ultraman Jack, Ultraman Zafi, and That's the right. father of Ultra. That's right. Yes, you are correct. Yes. Yeah. And then that shining tornado slash spun Barossa around. Right. And then cut him up used good. That, right. He used the blade, the light blade, right. to actually cut. Barossa up and right. then flies off. Right. 
All right. Uh, and then so talk we a little find bit more out about that, that fight while I open up my washer. Hold on. <laughs> um, we find out that Barossa has 10,000 brothers, and we see a whole planet of Barossa all going to obviously come and beat Zet up. And then we get Sorge, which is still trying to use, trying to control King Joe. And then our chief does use King Joe which is very very cool and i mean back in the back a bit there we get barossa throwing dirt at zet which i thought was very very silly and he does try to hypnotize Zet, but of course it will not work and he's still getting his laundry <laughs> um and let's see what else we got yeah i mean that's well where do you go uh I mean, this was a good episode, and now he's going to have to come back. This was a very jam-packed episode. I liked the miniature work that they used when Barossa was fighting the Gamma Future. I liked all the different miniatures that they had in the foreground. I thought there was a good bunch of them, which I thought was very, very cool. Like I said, I didn't understand all of the different swords that he decided to put into the mound. I thought that was a Japanese trope, but I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, and I guess we're just going to have to wait a little bit more. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Yeah, just that. I think that's about it. Yeah. There he comes. I'm back. I couldn't unlock yeah. I got work. right to the very end of the episode and filled as much time as I could. I think we're oh, good. That's done excellent. with that episode. Thanks. Oh, sorry. That's good. No, so we're done. That's great. Good yeah. times. Um, <laughs> let's talk about Alien Barossa. Um, and I will do a monster minute on Mr. Alien Barossa. Um, okay. I know we've seen him before someplace, but I can't think of where. I don't know um, where. He is uh, height is two, two to fifty three meters, one hundred and ten kilos to twenty five thousand tons. Um, his first appearance, no, no, he is his first appearance was Ultraman Z episode nine. Oh, okay. I swore we saw, I could have sworn we saw him before, but no, I, that is not true. Not. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't remember seeing him anyway. But now that they're telling you, no, no, we didn't see him. You're just imagining things. Yeah. <laughs> the voice actor is Koichi Toshima. They are unable to process normal human speech. Uh, the Barosas instead speak by chanting and grunting their name Barosa over and over. Uh, the Barosa aliens lay 10,000 eggs at once. I did mention that. Right, and the individual that Z has, Zet has killed happens to be the eldest brother of the brood um, that he originated from. So they have all vowed vengeance, of course. Of course. Of I saw course. that at the end where they're all... Uh, there's the planet they're of Barossa that like, they're coming well, to attack. Here's the thing. How do they know? <laughs> they know. They're yeah. all linked. Of course yeah. they are. Yeah. Does he have a body cam on? I don't know. <laughs> uh, despite his initial claim to avoid unnecessary violence when trying to catch, uh, to claim the other three ultra metals from storage, the alien was willing to kill uh, Yuka once she activated King Joe. And one of uh, Barossa aliens fought Ultraman Zero and gave him a hard time. What? I don't see how that is possible. Especially since it's for, that's first supposed episode, to be their yeah. first episode. <sighs> yeah. yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, it's supposed to be all in ultra. Oh, maybe that's supposed to be happening later. 
Uh, so we may see, uh, we, we're going to get some zero soon, and then we're going to get some more Barossa. More Barossa. Okay. Who knew? Um, that was kind of a shock. Yeah. So, <laughs> what did, did you like this episode? I did. I did mention that, that I did like this episode. They're putting Chaka Block into it, and I did like when the Barossa did fight the. Back to that. Where did I read it? Um, blah, blah, blah. When Barossa first fought, they had all the miniatures and all the miniature work that they had in the foreground of the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did enjoy that part of it. Oh, there was some, Do there point was some out. good car destruction too in that Yes, one. yes. Right. Is this the one where they had we where there was car alarms going off? Or is that the last episode? That was the last episode. This is the one where they okay. had all the cars in the in the set. Right. Okay. There was just so many different things going on at the same time. I thought it was very, very cool. Yeah. I'm I'm enjoying, you know, again, I, I like you at the risk of repeating myself, I'm enjoying the heck out of Ultraman set. I'll tell you what, I I think theme song wise, um, the newer theme songs, I've, I've I've stated my preference for the older like, dum da da dum dum da dum dum, you know, like during the show. Yes, I, I appreciate that sort of background music during the show more. Um, but boy, oh boy. They really know how to get you charged up with the oh yeah absolutely because it starts out like you know nice and slow builds up a little tension and that guy just says oh to the and you're like yeah strap it baby we're going <laughs> that's how it's gonna be exactly yeah. exactly yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'm moving over here because I forgot to shut the door and I realize I'm shouting <laughs> no no can't read the headphone cable's too short everybody. Uh, <laughs> that's what happens when you buy consumer grade headphones cables are not quite as long as you'd like you can't quite afford the the super duper headphones i can afford them but it's just like i don't i would rather have better recording equipment than than a chromebook and a uh and a uh, conferencing software. <laughs> right, right. I got gotcha. you. Oh, someday. Oh, someday. <laughs> we will when you have fall that. into that million dollars that you were about to fall into. Sure, sure. Yes. <laughs> Why not? I keep playing Cash 5 like some rube. So, yeah, uh, I play the Mega and the Powerball every week just in case. You never know. <laughs> got to have it just in case, man. <laughs> just, you know what? Oh, if, you know what? It would, it would, it would. The beautiful thing about that is you really have to pare down your acquaintances list. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about ready for that for some of these people. But yeah, so but yeah, no. Uh, and next uh, next episode is going to be special, special airborne, airborne armor secret file, which mm. I'm I would like to lay 10 to one. That is a clip episode dealing with robots. Oh, yeah. That's what it looks like, exactly. That is exactly what it looks so, like. If that's the case, um, we can only we can just do a quick mini on that because we're going to have to do uh, the Ultraman Orb movie in the next episode. True, true. Right? See, so, see you're thinking. <laughs> this is just beautiful serendipity is all this is. Like, I can't <laughs> believe this worked out the way it worked out. Like, like if I had planned it, it wouldn't have worked out like this. No, obviously not. <laughs> No way. Not on your life. <laughs> All right. So we're going to come back in a minute and we're going to talk about the, the series finale. Yes. Of Ultra Ultraman Orb. Orb. Right after 
Tetes. This is The Wandering Sun, episode 25 of Ultraman Orb. Right, and I uh, did like the fact that the actual <laughs> title of the episode yeah. wasn't until the very end. Oh, they, they, the they, they were like, okay, here we go. Like, there exactly. was no theme. Like, no, they were just, they weren't farting around at all. They were, <laughs> this was, this was a, this was an in from the beginning. Another you know? chock-a-block episode. Yeah, oh, sure. Um December 26th, or I'm sorry, December 24th, 2016. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's your Christmas, your early Christmas present, guys. <laughs> we're going to end the Ultraman Orb series. Uh, Kiyo Takataguchi is our director. Hey, is that the director from the last episode, too? Probably, I would gather. Takao Nakano is our writer. Um, that's, you know, I wish I could have another tab open so I could look at that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You can only do so much with the yeah. Chromebook that you have. Well, I can only have one tab open on the Chromebook. I'm doing all the all the the other nonsense from my phone. Oh, good God! Oh, yeah. At that point, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you God. can only have one, especially with a, a RAM-intensive thing like Uber Conference. I got gotcha. you. Know, I got gotcha. video and stuff. Um, right. Yeah. No, no, no. No right. shot, huh? Yeah, right. no, not gonna happen. <laughs> not gonna happen. All right, gotcha. so the synopsis. Magata no Orochi is finally defeated with the power of light, darkness, and friendship. Guy takes his leave as he goes off on another adventure. That's a bit of a spoilery synopsis, you guys. Well, you gotta know it's the last episode, so I'm not arguing with that synopsis at all. <laughs> but it could have been like the world is on the brink of destruction. Ultraman Orb comes to the rescue. At least that's a little... Like more vague. You, you yeah, could be like, you could be like, yeah, okay, great, that's fine, I'm done. <laughs> I learned everything I needed to learn off that three sentence thing. You're like, two sentences, and they two still sentences. managed. To, it still managed to be way spoilery than it needs to be with two sentences. <laughs> it's understandable. It's understandable. Like, how could you spoil? How could you spoil other amazing movies like in, in two, two sentences? sentences like. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger plays a killer robot that comes back in time but turns into a good guy. Like, <laughs> that gives you the whole Terminator, Terminator right series. There, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, robotic, no, no, robot travels back in time to kill a future hero. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays another robot, this time a good guy who comes back to fight and defeat him. There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, good times. Um, So, uh, continuing where the previous episode left off, obviously, Guy yells out after believing Nomi was killed, but uh, it was, of course, a ruse. Of course. Um, Of course. Which was, you know, it's funny. I started out this episode being like, well, that was cheap. And then I was all like, by the end, I was really annoyed at the beginning. (laughs) And then I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't quite see how they were going to save Naomi because you kind right. of figure they can't kill one of the main characters in the show. Right. And the fact that it's, Oh no, no, she's fine. Yeah. Like that, that you know, like the, but there was an illusion. Like if he said like, Oh, that was an illusion. Just one sentence. You guys, yeah. it would have been better. 
if they had given you anything. I made you think that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, okay. All right. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have but to no, buy she, it. But like every other villain, she's in a warehouse. <laughs> like, of course. <laughs> of course. So uh, meanwhile, Jetta and Shin are trapped inside SSP uh, vehicle, uh, buried under some rubble, and uh, they are dealing with the possible danger of being buried alive. Yes. Uh, or burned alive, for that matter, because they can smell smoke. Um, with Orb defeated, VTL still continues to assault uh, the monster. And that is something else. It is blowing oh, through VTLs like great. Holy moly. That was great. I'd like to dedicate this episode to all the fallen heroes of the VTL. <laughs> holy moly. And their assault on Maga Orochi. Um, holy mackerel. Um, excellent, excellent yeah. stuff. Um, as Guy wanders around the ruins, he, of course, discovers a message left by Drugler, who reveals that he had Naomi held captive, and he waits for his arrival at Pier 3. Uh, I think they should have waited for the, the arrival at Pier 1 so she could have had a comfortable chair. <laughs> some nice and some little tchotchkes in the background. Yeah, yeah sure. You know, he get a, get a, could have got her a nice uh, flatware. It would have been exactly. Nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> finding inspection from Jetta's uh, future diary. So, okay, here we go. This is. Go ahead, boy. This is go not ahead. written. I think this was translated from another language. So, Shin decides that the Pacific Record is a prophecy written by a clairvoyant person and finds an interesting riddle on the next page. Naomi awakens later and then founds out that she is Juggler's captive, which was pretty funny because like, she's like, Oh no, it's him. And she turns around and he's right there drinking iced coffee. Yeah. Right in front of her. She's like, you know, yeah, bubble coffee is awful. <laughs> That's not great. Got to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, He's uh, he believes that she is both Guy's source of strength and his weakness. Of course. Um, yeah. Of course. Now Shin figures out that the sacred tree in the residential park, which was trampled by Maga Orochi when it sent its life force beneath the ground, um, is actually sustaining part of it, and the creature itself is not at full power. Right, because that was the only thing that wasn't destroyed as he was growing. Right. So therefore part of it must be his essence, I guess. So then they post that riddle on the website, and Shubakawa Shubakawa gets it as well. Meanwhile, at Pier 3, Guy meets up with Struggler, who was on a mental breakdown with his... uh, Meanwhile, he's having a little mental breakdown. He is Um, absolutely having a mental breakdown. Yeah, because his twisted ideas, and he's like, should I try to kill Naomi? And then she decides to uh, take death as her own responsibility. Ah, boy. These notes are not great. Um, <laughs> well, it's been they four years. Somebody can type proofread this. No, 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 no. Oh basically, what happens is when Guy sees Naomi and Juggler, you get to see the battle of the VTOLs in the background. And then yeah. Juggler says that well, darkness is the only battle. Thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> the slaughter of the VTOLs. Exactly. Juggler says that darkness is the only thing that is eternal. Guy says that love is the only thing that's eternal. And then Naomi says she's happy that she met Guy. Right. <sighs> and then somehow we find out that Juggler, not only is did he save Naomi, but he also saved Naomi's grandmother, Natasha. Right, right, right. Then, so then Guy thanks him, obviously. Right. Um, 
and then sorry uh we've it shoots over to the two guys from the ssp just about to die in the van and they say they made a great team and start crying right. for each other then the uncle saves them you think there was some sort of boyfriend subtext in there i think it was supposed to be just a little bit just a little bit but then the uncle saves him so yeah. that way we don't have to actually see the boyfriend subtext come out well what's great is they're like i liked you too we made a great team and they're both like threatening to pass out meanwhile super was like hey, hey guys. you guys just at the windshield <laughs> like hey guys and you get a reverse view and the windshield is completely clear yeah. yep He's like, hey, you, you two, uh, you two over dramatic nicks want to get out of the car and help out? <laughs> like, I was fully expecting one of them to be like, oh, we've got the window breaker thing, and you know, and yeah, break the window. Everybody's got that window breaker thing in their car. I mean, it's called a snow scraper, but maybe it doesn't snow that much in Japan. I'm just not sure. It snows enough, but no, they have ones that are have the little peg on it. No, I'm... that are specific for like. It, there's one that they make that I've seen. Um, and I assume this is for uh, avalanche prone or the people who ice road truckers that you you hang it like on the where your seatbelt comes down. Right. It unhooks and has a seatbelt cutter in it. Um, and a little window breaker. And a little see. window breaky thing. There I found out you could do that with a spark plug. Oh, Apparently, that makes if sense. You hit a window, if you hit a window with the end of a spark plug, it will break into a zillion pieces because it's just powerful. That. It's no, just no, we're not. If you need to get out of a car in an emergency, you have to know how to you have a spark plug. Let's say you just come back from the auto parts store and you're about to do a your own tune up. <laughs> <laughs> and you've driven off a road into icy water. <laughs> of course. Yeah. These things happen. All the time. I can't tell you the time that how many times. Sheesh. Got through but so now many cars. What I did like is first we get a transformation into the specium superium right. as he's running yes which come is on. i love come the fast on. transformations he, he's running down the street and they show the two ultras flying alongside of him yeah and they merge into come him on. which is excellent come on he throws the light saw at the monster more of this Less of the other thing. Come on. Oh, no, because then after the monster swallows the light saw, he jumps and transforms into the Thunderbreaster. Right. So two almost instant transformations back to back. Yeah. Oh, And I God, like please. that's how they, they show that's how it is to in observe. Real time. Yeah, yeah, like in real time. He's like, bing, 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 you know. And it's not like, you know, the monster doesn't have to stand there taking a breather while he <laughs> transforms. Exactly. And <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but then Naomi tells Juggler that he has to fight on the side of good. Right. Sure. Then we get our orb origin transformation, mm -hmm. which is also sped up. It's still mm -hmm. there. But it's no, it's off. way quicker. It's way yeah. quicker. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, and you then, know he did not turn into. He didn't turn into uh, Thunderbreaster. It was Burmite. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was yeah. Cause it was the, no, because he was doing all the fire stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And I was um, like, yeah, it, it was still instant, which is what oh, I did. Oh, it was like. great. Yeah. 
Yeah. You get instant oh, transformations. I mean, that fights while on fire. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, then we get Juggler who cuts Maga Aroshi and helps Orb to get up. Right. They both battle Maga Aroshi, but he is still obviously more powerful than them. Mm-hmm. The our uncle tells the VTLs to fire at one specific point because now they've figured yeah, out the, the right part of, of the weakness. lower jaw. Right. Exactly. And Orban Juggler both punch at the same exact spot. I love it. They were like, wait a minute. Is Shubakawa like important? Like, hold on a yeah. second. You like, can tell people whoa, what to whoa, whoa, do. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, he's the captain? Wait a second. We thought he was yeah. just a dingus. <laughs> Why do you think he's got he's got the time to walk around all the time? Because he's got people doing stuff for him. Exactly. Delegation, <laughs> baby. That's what it's all about when you get to a certain point. Exactly. You're like, I can take a long lunch and and uh, and things will still be fine because other people will deal with it for me. That's right. And if not, <laughs> I've got a walkie-talkie. I'll be there in ten minutes. You know, exactly. Like, <laughs> One of those dudes who, and that's why you never see him in civilian clothes. He's always on duty. Exactly. Exactly. Right? You know, like, who would have thought? Who would have thought? And it but makes then, sense. Um, then Juggler holds the monster mm. and says, Orb, you have to blast both of us because there's no way you're going to be able to do it without me holding him. You right. can't get to the right spot because he's right. going to move around. So then Orb uses all of his cards for the Orb Supreme Caliber and gets yeah, all, literally the all the cards on the table. <laughs> and, and exactly. This is what I got. If you guys yeah. are looking for an Uno uh, reference, like, <laughs> they're all, you know. And then that is what blasts the monster and Juggler right. at the same time to blow them both up. Right, and his sword, his giant sword, is still, uh, is still there. Hey, how long do you think the giant sword stays giant? Until he decides that it doesn't have to be giant anymore. Dead. We all know he's not. Oh, I dead. Know. I know. We all we all know where he is right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say admit that if we watch this first. <laughs> The reveal of Jugglers Juggler in Zet would have been about a lot more like, whoa, you know, like Well, not really, because well, no, I mean we'll get to it in a second. <laughs> well, not just that. He not only is in the movie, but at the very end of the episode, we do see that he is still alive. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. this episode. We do see too. that he is still alive. I don't remember that. That's funny. I purposely wrote it down because I was like, that's, okay. That's somehow smart, so yeah. yeah. But then Naomi and Guy talk. Guy says, no, I have more to do on the other side of the world. Right, and yeah. There's Naomi, trouble elsewhere. Uh, yeah. Naomi says, just play that tune one more time. That's right, yeah. Sure. She, uh, you know what? I, I'm mad at her for not getting some tonsil hockey out of this. <laughs> it is a kid mad, show. I'm both mad at her and for her. It could have been a very <laughs> chaste kiss done in silhouette. It, I it would have been. I feel bad for her. Let the, I know. God, the I know. Praying, for God's sakes. 
Let her get some smoochery, at least a little bit of something, something. I'm not asking asking for for ultra smut. I'm asking, like, a chaste kiss on the side would have been fine. I got you. And then a lingering embrace. She touches him on the face. Off he walks into the sunset. Exactly. With the music playing. Millions of Japanese boys going, Touched him. Exactly. But then we oh, find out yeah. that this is what made the SSP get millions of hits because they actually did post the thing. Right. And now she doesn't have to have her 17 different jobs because she'll actually be able to just do SSP work because now they're actually getting mm-hmm. people to look at them, I guess. Okay. Uh, worldwide views, which I guess they're selling advertising. I'm not sure how it works. Um, well, once you get that many views, advertisers find you and offer yeah, you yeah. money. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, as he's leaving, the the rest of the crew come up. They're like, wait, he's leaving? He didn't even say goodbye? That's pretty crummy. And yeah. he's like, hey, hey. He's like, ah. <laughs> and then she says what I thought was a really great line. She's like, uh, the world is round and he yeah, may always come back. Again. Yeah. We'll yes. see him again because the world is round after all. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it works. I like that. I like that. So, yeah, um, let's see uh, what else is going on here. Uh, originally, Hurricane Slash was also meant to appear in this episode for the last time. However, due to the suit being overused through the rest of the episodes, it was canceled. Okay. Um, this episode is a tribute to the final episode of Ultra Q, which we'll oh, really? see point soon ish okay. um guy and naomi's final conversation is based on dan moraboshi and ann yuri's final scene in ultra 749 the greatest invasion in history part two by the way <laughs> according to uh kiyotaka taguchi they even referred to oh they referred to ann's actress uh yukiro hishimi for the original scene's accuracy Oh, oh so really? Kind of, yeah, that's pretty snappy. That is kind of snappy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, exactly. That is something else. But yeah, uh, Ultraman Orb, you guys were all 100% right. This is fantastic. It was an excellent series. That was an excellent series. Great, great. Um, might be, it's close. Like I was going to say, it might be my favorite of the new generation heroes uh, that we've seen so far, which is X, no, I'm sorry, Ginga, X, Orb, Rubu, G, and Rubu. Oh, and, and Tiger. Okay. Okay. I, I, I really like Ultraman X, and it might be because it's the first series that I, I watched that where I was like, yeah, this, this, is, this is a great show. Like, that was my first <laughs> you know, like comeback uh, Ultra series. So I, I got you. I might still have that, but yeah, boy, I, the, like, it was a good series. I did enjoy the heck out of this series. Really, well done. really, really yes. well done. And it also puts the, uh, it puts a lot of the, the Asian, the, uh, Asian posturing from Ultraman Rubu in, in perspective. Um, yeah, true. Especially true. when you remember the scene where he's in his office pretending to be Ultraman or <laughs> like, I bring the light and he's, you know, wearing the white suit or whatever. And then he, Turns around, and he's the monster. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, so uh, that was that was really nice, you guys. And we're gonna get into uh, next episode is going to be Ultraman Orb the movie. Lend me the power of bonds, I believe, is what that is called. Um, okay. Think. Hold on. I want to make sure. I want to get it right. And I went back too far. Ah, uh, ah, uh, fair enough. We have to do with them. It's Ultraman Orb the movie. Let me borrow the power of bonds. Okay, fair enough. That works. Yeah. And there's a there's another form of Ultraman Orb coming in the movie. Obviously, can't just, can't just, I've seen him look bananas. Um, <laughs> he's on the back cover of the Blu-ray from Mill Creek, and it's just the most bananas looking Ultraman. You're just like, okay, you guys, it's fine. <laughs> Whatever you want. There you go. I found Ultraman Saga um, to not look great in stills, okay. but on screen, I was like, oh yeah, it moves. It's fine. It, it looks it looks fine in action. But when right, I but first saw the standing still, I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, did you watch the preview for the new the new Ultraman series that's going to be on YouTube? I did not. I did not. I have to now. Shame, shame. <laughs> I yeah, am ashamed. It's, it's going to be a sh- you know one of those short ones that we uh, that we uh, were mind boggled with. It's another ultra ultra fight. Um, oh yeah, it's just an hour worth of oh my god the confusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty five minutes of bafflement. <laughs> exactly. Forty-five minutes of bamboozlery, <laughs> but there's a lot of older Ultraman in this preview. Like okay. we get Ultraman, great, like Ultraman Towards the Future. Oh, really? Yeah. We get Ultraman reboots in it. We get Ultraman um, Powered, which is the U.S. Ultraman that uh, we have not watched yet. Right. Um, there's a whole, and there's a, I think some mid period guys in there too. But I mean, you're looking at, oh, Ultraman uh, Naos is in it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. They're, uh, they're like, let's, uh, let's clear the ranks up a little bit. Sure. And, uh, sure. And it looks pretty crazy. Like, there's a whole army of Zeton guys and, uh, like, nice. Zeton, Zeton infused monsters. Like, it okay. looks like when you see, um, not Pega, um, Oh gosh, what's the big flappy one that has the Bemstar? There's Hand like on. some sort of no, no. It's got like the that can suck things into its stomach. Oh yeah, that's Bemstar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Bemstar, but it's got like the like the big yellow pieces on it and the red eyes. Ah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. And there's some sort of a, another evil Ultra that of for some reason is not. Um, oh, and it appears to be some sort of prequel because old form Belial is in it. Like really. That, that sounds cool. Yeah, sounds so cool. I'm psyched about that. That's coming out, I think, uh, October or November. All right. Yeah, because I saw Jeff Gomez post the thing, but I didn't actually watch it, obviously. Two minutes back. All right, I'll watch it. Two I'll minutes. watch it. I'll be ready for next week. I tagged <laughs> you in it for that matter. I know you did, and I still didn't watch it. I was busy doing a hundred other things. Yeah, it's fine. I get it, but um, dude, this is for this is where the rest of you guys can publicly shame him on the, on yes. the Facebook. You're so allowed to. <laughs> so uh, we want to thank the people at Ultraman Wiki and um, thank you for tuning in. 
and listen. Yes, and to rate, this. review, and subscribe, please. Yes. Give us five stars because we're nice guys. Yep, and come back for uh, next week's Ultraman Orb movie and a mini episode, uh, presumably about Ultraman Zets. Well, we're kind of Presum- hoping it's going to be presumed a mini episode. flashback, Mecha. Well, the problem is, I saw this morning because I was kind of mm. looking through, scrolling through, and there's a new suit reveal. So I don't know that it's going to be just a clip episode. Yeah. Well, if it's not, that's fine too. I mean, we don't have to. We're not. We don't have a retro for next week yet. Okay. Okay. So because because the movie is going to take up, so we're going to have to try to do a movie and a and just a, an actual an review. Yeah. Okay. And then it's the uh, clock is ticking on us starting our uh, starting to record for the twelve days of Ultraman. So we have to start doing <laughs> you know. oh, okay. all kinds of stuff going on. <laughs> Thing kids are, so, you know, we'll have some time during the week that we can do this. Yeah, because we need it. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> all right. Uh, on that note, um, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Tell it for you guys. Take care, everybody. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs> <laughs>